0: Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com. It's always good to catch up with former Warriors, and today we go north. We go up to UW in Seattle, the University of Washington, and their head coach, Lorenzo Romar, who has just completed his first decade as head coach of the Huskies and a very successful one. 219 wins, 113 losses, and the coach who have a six twenty-four plus win seasons. It seems that the uh, maybe Seattle and the University of Washington and Lorenzo Romar are a good fit.
1: Well, I know we have enjoyed our time here. I was a student athlete here uh, when I was uh, younger, obviously, and enjoyed my time then. And we just hope to continue trying to uh, get better in our overall
0: program. We wanted to ask you about uh, one that's coming out this year: Tony Roden, uh, a left-handed, uh, athletic, you know, six foot five, roughly a point guard. Uh, you don't find too many of those.
1: No, you don't, uh, and that possesses the type of athleticism he possesses. He's very fast. Uh, he's a really good athlete, very explosive athlete. Uh, he's, he's an impressive guy to watch.
0: As a coach, when, when as you said, every guy wants to play Division One basketball, wants to play in the NBA, uh, when he started talking to you about the NBA, I mean, how does that conversation go?
1: Well, coming in, you know what their desires are. And, uh, you know, we always want to do our homework and see where they're going to get drafted. And if it's a, in a position where it doesn't look like it's going to be favorable for them, we, we tell them. And if it's a good situation, we tell them that too, and then usually they make their decision after that.
0: Where do you project Tony playing in the NBA? What kind of player do you think he'll be?
1: Oh, I think uh, as he develops and matures, you know he could be a really good basketball player. You know he has the size and the athleticism to play that position at that level. Uh, he gets in the lane when he decides he wants to get into the into the lane. So uh, I think he could have a long career in the NBA.
0: Safe to say that, like a lot of young players, uh, he can he can use some work on his jump shot.
1: Yeah, he can afford to get better at his shooting. No doubt about it.
0: But to me, I look at a guy if he's six and athletic, you know, you can get him in the gym and get some shots up and you know make that make himself a threat. We see it, players like that all over the place. To me, defensively, that's what intrigues me. If you've got a big point guard that can that has athleticism defensively, that could be a real find for an NBA team.
1: Yeah, and, and he can do that. You know, when he's really concentrating, he can present problems. He was second in the Pac-12 in steals last year as a freshman, so he really anticipates well.
0: He was a Pac-12 freshman of the year. And let me ask you, because you went and played in the NBA, obviously, and we, we've talked a little bit about that, but, but as players coming in now, and let's say, in, in, say in Tony's case, he's 19, 19 years old, coming in, how tough is that, you think, for a kid of that age to make the switch to the NBA? Or, or, or do people like myself sometimes maybe make that too big of a deal?
1: Well, you know, I, I think... Uh, In a lot of cases, the the guys that are going in the first round, and are getting drafted in the lottery, and they've played college one year. Uh, The basketball is not the issue. You know, they have some things that they have to learn. They have to learn to defend because they were only in college one year, and they were learning how to defend in college. So they still have to learn that. But it's the things off the floor, how to prepare yourself to be the best that you can be. Uh, There's a lot of downtime all of a sudden. You're going from going to school all the time, but uh, now there's nothing to do. You practice a few hours a day, you work out afterwards, and then you have all this free time. It's a whole different world. You used to hang out with your teammates in the dorms and go eat together. Well, now players are going back to their homes. So it's it's just a different, different feel to it that uh, kids don't understand and aren't prepared for that part of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a great point because a lot of times – you know, uh, for a lot of kids, especially the rookies, I ask them what do you do away from the floor, and they say, "Oh, I go home and play video games." You know, because right. really, they, they really don't have anything else to do, really. If that's you think that's about right. That's, you know. So that's an adjustment. Yeah, no, no question about that. We're talking with Lorenzo Romar, the head basketball coach, University of Washington, former Warrior, and 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 Tony is an example of what you know very well, and what we here at Warriors Radio have been talking about for about the last five or six years. And I think the Bay Area is underrated as a basketball area nationwide, but I certainly know Seattle is underrated as a basketball area. And we can just go chapter and verse of guys from Seattle in the NBA. It's a a really good basketball town.
1: It has been. A lot of players, Jamal Crawford, Jason Terry, your own Nate Robinson, and Terrence Williams, who's from Seattle, Uh, Michael Dickerson, who played in the NBA. Uh, There's a lot of guys that have come from this area that uh, have done quite well in the NBA. My thanks to
0: the former Warrior and the head coach of the University of Washington, that's Lorenzo Romar. I'm Tim Roy for Warriors.com.